Welcome to Annunciation with Father David. Father David is the priest at Annunciation Greek Orthodox Church in Decatur, Illinois, where every week people are connected to the ancient wisdom of Orthodox Christianity. Here is Father David. Christ is in our midst. Good morning. Expectations are a funny thing because they can so often disappoint us. Uh, For example, if one were to uh, assume that I was going to make some kind of sports metaphor today, you might expect me to talk about the Blackhawks and how they're forced to Game 7. But that expectation will be dashed because next week is the draft and I'm more of a football guy than a hockey guy, so I'm going to use a football metaphor. One of the expectations within the NFL today is that you need a great quarterback in order to win the Super Bowl. Thus, the first two picks of next week's drafts are likely to be quarterbacks. And this year, the Super Bowl kind of turned that upside down. Because while Peyton Manning will be a first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback, this last season, he did not look like a Hall of Fame quarterback. Uh, His arm strength was gone. Uh, His aged body had been beat up so badly that he could hardly move. And he just wasn't the same quarterback that he was in the past. And his statistics over the course of the whole year were less than average. And if you look at the statistics from the Super Bowl, uh, if you told everybody prior to Super Bowl 50, that Peyton Manning would have one interception, two fumbles, that his offense wouldn't score a touchdown until late in the fourth quarter, and that the total offense of the Denver Broncos was going to be less than 200 yards. Everybody, and I mean everybody, would assume that the Denver Broncos were going to lose Super Bowl 50. In fact, I would expect a fair number of people to expect it to be a blowout. But as we know, the Denver Bronco defense had something else to say. And they ended up winning the Super Bowl rather handily. So expectations are a funny thing. They often disappoint us. They often turn out to be completely different. And today is no different. The Jews expected the Christ to be a political figure, someone who would come in glory into Jerusalem, kick the Romans out, and reign forever. And Christ plays up to this expectation a little bit. Because in the ancient world, when a conquering general returned home to his city, He would enter at the head of his army on a white horse and parade behind him all the spoils of war. So the slaves and the treasures and the strange animals that they brought back from the conquered lands. And they would enter into into their home city with um, pomp and circumstance. And the people would line the streets and cheer as this parade would go by. Well, Christ does exactly this. He enters in Jerusalem, but not on a white horse, but rather on a beast of burden, a donkey. 
and behind him parade his spoils. A bunch of fishermen, tax collectors, Gentiles, and women, his disciples, and those who followed him. And he was hailed not by crowds of adoring citizens, but by children, because he wanted to forewarn everyone that their expectation of him was going to be disappointing. He was not coming to Jerusalem to kick the Romans out. He was coming to Jerusalem to be crucified. He was not going to have an eternal kingdom here on earth. Rather, he was going to throw open the gates of Hades and let everyone out so that they could freely enter into the heavenly kingdom. He was not coming to Jerusalem to lord it over the Gentiles and to exalt Israel above all others. Rather, he goes to the cross, granting his resurrection to everyone. And the interesting thing about most expectations, especially our own, is that they're often disappointing. When we expect something and we do not get it, we are often quite disappointed. For example, Super Bowl 50 was quite the disappointment for a lot of people because it was a defensive game. Both defenses were awesome. And therefore, it wasn't exciting. It was boring. It was one of the least exciting Super Bowls on record. People's hopes were and expectations were disappointed. But when it comes to God, when it comes to Christ, when he dashes our expectations, the expectation that he's going to be a political leader to kick out the Romans, he surprises us by giving us something so much more than we could ever have imagined. The fact that, yes, it was horrifying to watch our hope, our Christ, the one who is going to save us all, in chains, bloodied, beaten, carrying his cross to Golgotha to die the most humiliating death that the Roman Empire could bestow upon anyone. But because of that, because of what he goes through this week, we get to face death and face death down. We will cry out to death next Sunday Tell him he no longer has any sting. He no longer has any power over us. We no longer fear death because Christ today dashes our expectations. And the great irony is that history repeats itself over and over and over again, despite the fact that we have example after example after example throughout history the things work or don't work. Humanity has a really bad habit of repeating our own mistakes. And in today's modern world, here in modern America, there is an expectation that Christians and Christ is here to judge the world. That Christians and Christ are here to divide people 
into those who go into heaven and those who do not, those who are saved and those who are not. And today, again, Christ dashes all those expectations. Christ does judge the world, but his judgment is the cross where he sacrifices himself for the sins of the people. And as Paul says today, if in the Old Testament it was effective for sinful hands of normal human beings to offer a blood sacrifice on the altar of God for the sins of the people, how much more effective is God himself incarnate as a human being sacrificing himself for the sins of the world. His judgment is the cross, and his judgment is that all, all, should be raised from the dead at the second coming of Christ. Again, our expectation is tiny and insignificant compared to the reality that Christ offers. And so today it is our job to help explain to those who do not know that their expectations of Christ are dashed. Their expectations for Christians will be disappointed. But that disappointment, that dashing, that destruction of those expectations will not disappoint. Rather, they will exceed and humble our greatest and most glorious imagination. Because Christ comes today in victory into Jerusalem to sacrifice himself, not for a chosen people, not for an exclusive group of people, not for one classification over here and not over there. He comes in glory to sacrifice himself for every single human being that has ever existed, exists, or will ever exist. He does this for everyone. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, now and forever, and to the ages of ages.